Welcome to the Sunday Debrief. My name's Lee Finch. Uh, sorry for the delay. I uh, was just watching our goal again uh, for the 10,000th time. So that's why it was a bit delayed today, tonight. Uh, as I said, this is the Sunday Debrief. We will be discussing and talking all things Wimbledon. If you have anything you want to say, uh, press that uh, speak button and come on and have your say regarding yesterday's 1-0 win against the franchise, the scum, uh, MK. Uh, yeah, if you want anything else you want to say, press the uh, speak button. Uh, put any messages in the comments if you unfortunately can't speak and you do want to get stuff across. I am going to be careful who uh, we allow on, so please make sure you're definitely an ASC Women fan because I don't want to have any of them uh, scumbag pricks on our platform. Uh, so uh, first off, before I put the Audrey Don and Mike Daw on, I just want to say what a cracking 1-0 win yesterday at home. The atmosphere was amazing. The whole day for me was just one of the best days ever. The goal was just written. If John Green was writing a script, that's the script he would have wrote. Uh, yeah, Johnny Jackson has to take a lot, a lot of credit. He gets a lot of stick. Uh, he gets, uh, especially after Donnie and stuff like that. There's a lot of people uh, giving him stick and stuff. But to change the formation round, to change the personnel round like he did yesterday, he has to take a lot of credit for that. And it was just a fantastic, everything about it. I've watched the goal countless times, just watching content all day. Uh, I think the missus is a bit fed up with it now, but she better get used to it because it's going to be going on for a long, long time. Uh, let me get Mick into the room. Uh, Mick, how are we? We good? I thought we were absolutely brilliant yesterday. And the funky little formation change, I thought, worked a dream. So whoever's idea that was, the coaching guys between them put that together and it worked an absolute treat, didn't it? I don't know if it was the coaching guys or if, if they have actually been listening to me and Danny on the pod. Because me and Danny on the pod... <laughs> well, it's probably been, that one. <laughs> it's probably that I did say three five two with a slightly different personnel, obviously, but I did say about changing the formation to three five two. So maybe Johnny Jackson shouldn't be taking all the credit. And I may, but yeah, he uh, what a job he did yesterday, uh, and to see him so emotional at the end, uh, I thought his speech or his his stuff that he did with Chris after the game was absolutely spot on as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think people now need to, uh, to need to back Jackson uh, for the rest of the season. I was going to say, I think for the rest of the season now, I think we need to just have fun. I think we need to just go to games and enjoy it. Back the team no matter what's happening on the pitch. Uh, pre I know it's been a bad month for results and stuff before yesterday. Doncaster being possibly one of the performance, worst performances we've ever seen. But yesterday, they gave everything to us. And now I think it's the time to just, let's see what we can do off the pitch. I'll call, I'm buzzing for Notts County next week, just so I can talk to the boys about yesterday. Just so we can have a laugh, dancing in the aisles, congas, and just have a good time watching football again. Yeah, I mean, I said on my thing, on my thing Lee, that um, the rest of the season feels to me like a bit of a free hit now. I mean, we had a great run in, the, in that couple we played Chelsea, didn't we? We've had some great away days. Some excellent performances at home. Yeah, there's been a bit of we've had some poor ones as well, but in them we're not we ain't going to go down. It's a, a big improvement on last season, uh, but just for the yesterday was just so beautiful, wasn't it? That I mean, from now on, I don't really mind what happens now. To be honest, it was. It, I, I don't think I've ever been as emotional as that a football match before, and um, to see us just put a game plan in in place like we did, and then and then put it into practice so brilliantly. And I mean, I can't believe that some of their guys are on Twitter, their players even, saying that, that you know, we were just out to kick them and stuff. I thought we were much the better team. I mean, just because you roll the ball at the back, around at the back and don't go anywhere, it doesn't make you a good football team, does it? I mean, they, I thought they had one or two shots or something. I mean, we dominated the game, I thought, in, the, in, the, in both boxes. And it would have been an absolute smash and grab if that fellow had nicked it at the end. I mean, we were much the better team and, and totally deserved to win, I thought. Ah, yeah, their, their tears have been brilliant. I've been literally just drinking them in all day. Alex Gilby, what an absolute plum he is saying that uh, 
you can't wait to play Mansfield because it'd be two footballing teams and not a team that just want to beat you up. Shut up. This is Wimbledon. This is what we don't do. We've been doing it for years. Uh, and Jack, I said the other day, has Jackson really given us a Wimbledon team to be proud of, a proper Wimbledon team? Not just Wimbledon FC, but an AFC Wimbledon team. Because uh, a lot of people get mixed up with Wimbledon FC. Everyone wants to go back to the crazy game Wimbledon FC days, which is got I love them days. Great. But we also had AFC Wimbledon days. Like Matt Everard was down there yesterday going absolute mental. Uh, you had loads of the boys from the CCL days, like the non-league days. I spoke to Stephen Gregory in the week and really gets what Wimbledon's about. And he's a massive Wimbledon fan now. And yesterday showed me that this is a Wimbledon team and we will rough it up with you. We will show, we will show you no respect whatsoever on that pitch. Uh, I know the stuff off the pitch is what the fans do and, that, and I was loving every minute of that as well. But on the pitch, we showed them absolutely no respect. We looked them in the eye and said, we are Wimbledon. This is Plough Lane and, and you ain't coming away with anything today. George, how are you? You good? Yeah, not too bad. Yourself, Lee? Ah, very well, mate. Very well. Um, I just wanted to say yesterday was the first time we played MK in a while where it felt like the shackles were off for the players in terms of upstairs. It really felt like even little things like Pell hitting the away fans with the ball, like everything sort of felt like there was a bit less pressure on the players yesterday. And I, I don't know why that is, but it just felt like they sort of, they understood exactly what they had to do for 90 minutes. And at no point did we look flustered. I think a lot of times when we play MK, we look flustered for a period of the game. We thought the players don't know how to act. There's a sort of a disconnect with how we see it as a fan base, as a game. And I felt like yesterday was the first time since since we actually beat them with Lyle and Reeves the first time sort of at Kings Meadow that it's sort of been a, a sort of a, not a stress-free game, if that makes sense, but like a we sort of felt like we matched them mentally because I always feel like they have us upstairs sort of in the mind games. But I felt like this was the first time in a while where we've actually gone into the game and thought, do you know what, we are matching them upstairs. I, I don't even think we matched them. I think we went well above them yesterday. I don't think they expected that at all. I think they shat their pants. I'm more uh, meaning like the attitude towards the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always no, like I before that. they've had one, one up with us, but I feel like yesterday we sort of had that sort of freedom where we really attacked the game. And before I feel like, we, we've sort of not attacked the game, but sort of gone in thinking shit. Like, whereas yesterday, I felt like there was sort of a freedom to go, yeah, let's let's fucking do it, sort of thing, you know? Yeah, and I also think you've got to remember Harry Pell wasn't deliberately trying to kick the balls at them. He's just he was warming up, and that's just how he warms up every week. He's just not that great at warming up. I I was screaming where we were. We got in quite early, and I wanted to get in the stands. And obviously, our boys were warming up right in front of the one one nine, and I was screaming to him to have shots in the main goal about 10 yards out and just smash the balls as hard as they could in the goal just to practice. And I wanted every single player to be doing it and deliberately be missing and smashing the heads of Milton Keynes. There was a couple of kids at the front. I would have loved to have seen them just get knocked down. But, do you know what I mean? Harry Pell, he, he tried his best to, to hit the target and obviously was missing uh, a lot of the time. So that was unfortunate. But, yeah, I make you right, George. I think yesterday, I think... As I said before, and I said it on the podcast, I wanted to build up to be a little bit better from the club during the week. It's been great since, but for me, the build-up had to start Monday all the way through and get everyone pumped and get the players pumped. Obviously, behind the scene, the players were pumping themselves. I think uh, Curtis has already been saying it, but I think people like John Joe O'Toole, people like Curtis, people like Pell, Brown, Pierce, they've been involved in games like this before. Not Wimbledon, Milton Keynes, but They've been involved in games where it's it's nasty. John Joe O'Toole is a nasty bastard. No matter how you want you want him in your team. We've played against him for years, and he is a nasty bastard. And he was so good yesterday. That's the not, first time he's played 90 minutes in 18 months, I think it is. Brown was excellent. I know every single player, I think Mike's uh, mix, uh, Mike, mix uh, scores on the doors were pretty much spot on, really. 9.9s, 9.7s. Uh, but people like John Joe O'Toole, uh, Nerfield, it was a perfect game for them. Uh, I, to could, come I, I, I genuinely cannot remember a better debut when you take into account the game, everything like that, playing at centre-half, you know, not having played in how long, three months he's sort of not really played. And then to come in and do that on a debut at home against, against the club you're playing against, I genuinely just cannot 
cannot think of a better debut from O'Toole. Like he gave away nothing all day, and even the yellow card he gave away at the end, it wasn't even a foul. So like, do you know what I mean? Not, he was foot perfect for ninety minutes at centre half in a, in a new formation in a three that we hadn't played. I mean, I I generally cannot off the top of my head think of a better debut than that. No, no he was perfect, and as I said, I think that game for him was perfect fit because he's he, he's a horrible bastard, but he's our horrible bastard at the moment. So good. Jonathan, how are you? You good? How was it watching on the on the box? Well, it was uh, amazing in part because uh, early start. So it was supposed to kick off at what was 6.30 a.m. Uh, local time here in Missouri. But of course, since uh, the franchise currently playing its trade at Milton Keynes doesn't know the area very well, they couldn't even get there on time. But still a 6.45 a.m. kickoff. So uh, there's a lot of coffee. But I tell you, when, when that goal went in, um, that was by far my favorite moment as a Wimbledon supporter. Now, granted, I've only been in this for about five years, which I know is a lot fewer uh, matches than most of y'all have, have been. But I, I I almost woke up the household by screaming. Uh, it was amazing. And I am so happy because we needed that win and we got it. And we got it by playing gutsy Wimbledon football and you know we we didn't arguably our best some of our best players are still injured and not available and we still did it one thing i do want to bring up is you know obviously a lot of the 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 people who are uh supporters misguided people who are supporters of that franchise um they are taking the attitude that this game doesn't mean that much to them and that we are celebrating like we won the world cup and you know what they're right and I have no problem with that. This 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 is very much a one-way rivalry. We care about this much more than they do, but that doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter at all. And we need to approach this. When we play them, we need to approach it like we approached it yesterday, and we need to fight, bite, scratch, claw, and do everything we can to get the victory because it's important to us. I don't care about them. I don't care what is important to them. I mean, obviously, a lot isn't important to them because they're more than happy to play in a stadium that's 80% empty on their best days. I don't care about them. So if they look at this match and say, yeah, it doesn't matter, fine, let them have it. This isn't about them. This is about us. This was a match that was important to us. We needed to win it, and we won it in the most glorious fashion possible, and I couldn't be happier. And before I give up my time, I just want to do a quick shout-out to Mike uh, for for the call, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I am so happy that he just let it rip, and he's a consummate professional, you know, when when he does the commentary, and that's great. But I'm just so happy with everything the way that that played out, including his call, and uh, so hats off to him. Yeah, his commentary commentary's gone viral, and so it should. Uh, Mikey T, I've known Mikey T for for many years, and he he's a he's a top Wimbledon fan. Uh, I think he's 35 years now without missing a home and away game, even though he only looks 35 himself. So, yeah, what what great commentary on there. What great celebrations. When the goal went in, I was in block 119 of the East Stand and I was going, met, got literally floated down the stairs. Uh, someone in front of me has tripped, gone over. I've turned, gone over him. I'm now lying on my back, going down the stairs like a beetle, just over loads of people. And then a steward come and pick me up before I got trampled on. But I was in, I was on cloud nine. One of my mates had his son, picked him up, and then he just come running down the stairs, and then just see me look back on my back. Uh, yeah, just going mental, and it was just wicked. I loved every minute of it. Uh, Mike, I'll quickly come to you before coming to Kevin because I'm guessing you want to go back with Saint. So I'll come to you then. I'll go to Kevin. Yeah, I wanted to come back to what George said because uh, he, he echoed something that I said at the time. The one what. Um, John Joe Atul got booked for, and incidentally, he was absolutely unbelievable. Two goal-saving tackles in the second half. But the one that he got booked for, he's, he's literally stood with his arms out like a scarecrow, stood there, and the guy just crumples in front of him. I mean, what is he supposed to do? It's not even a foul. It was an awful decision to give a free kick. And then to book him, he's staggering. Absolutely. But the referee all game, I thought, was really, really poor. I mean, there was one where that one of their guys did a did a back pass, and their goalie picked it up, and he said, it won't, "Well, if he's not a back pass, what? Well, he's not having a shot, is he?" I mean, it, and I mean, the one where Omar goes through it after five minutes. I mean, the keeper—it's really borderline whether he goes or not. 
And I just felt all the way through the game, he was he was erring on the side of not really giving us anything if he could get away with it. And just the last thing I'd say, um, it, it was brilliant and unbelievable. It wouldn't have happened unless, unless Roman Curtis finishes that that chance. And I mean, I think he was probably the only guy in the stadium, no man in the squad, who wouldn't have blasted it. Any of us would have given it rock hole, put our foot through it and probably put it in row Z. He just passed it, used the, used the guy in front of him as a screen and just passed it into corner. What an absolute class finish that was. And um, I'm so pleased for him, Lee, so pleased. Yeah, he's quite a love him. Love him, I think everyone does. I think I think people are working on the song for Saturday uh, for him. Uh, as I said the other day, or well, yesterday, I said I, I really hope Craig Cope comes up to Nottingham with all the fans, stands in the pub with us all. Uh, because and I said, tell your missus you're going to be home late because you won't be buying a drink. Uh, everyone else will be buying. You you literally won't be able to bring money, Craig Cope, and let everyone just buy you a drink uh, and just have a good time on Saturday at Nottingham because it's going to be a great day out. I think uh, the other one uh, with regards to the goal, Mike, was for Mick. I can't say Mike. Mick is uh, what was Lee Brown doing up there? Usually we were going mental, going why was Lee Brown up so far up the pitch? He's a centre back or he's playing centre. He marauds forward and I also think I've seen it from a different angle and I think this is even better I think this is wicked it's about a mile offside but the line ain't up with play and then he obviously just he kicks it in not a great cross brilliantly it touches an MK player first and then yeah Ronan Curtis Lee Brown was it. great all game Lee wasn't he Lee Brown was, I tell you what I said Lee Brown's onside for the goal I don't know what you lot, like genuinely I'm not even joking you if you watch where he makes the run Josh Kelly's miles offside but Lee Brown I'm not I'm not kidding Lee Lee, Lee, Lee Brown's onside uh, well, I, don't, I don't care anyway, George. I don't care yeah. he, was, he, was, he, was, he was brilliant yesterday Lee Brown I, t- I said on Twitter I'd give him a new contract mate I, I would I'm not, I know that's not going to be popular and it's going to I'll tell you what, he's been brilliant. And I, and from now on, for me, Lee Brown is a centre-half. He's not a left-back anymore, but he's a bloody good left-sided centre-half. He can cover him there. And I, and I thought he was absolutely fantastic yesterday. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to... Because I don't want yesterday to get blur my vision with regards to contracts. Because, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, get rid of a few. But, yeah, I... I yeah, yeah, Mick, I'm sorry. You can't like one one game doesn't make a season. Yeah, like, Lee Brown's solid, but look at the end of, at the end of the at the end of the year, the money he's on and whatnot. Cope can use that money much more effectively than Lee Brown, and that's, and that's not me saying Lee Brown's a dreadful player and he he's solid. But is he going to get you in a? Is he going to be in a side that gets you promoted? Is he going to be in a squad that gets you promoted? Probably not. That doesn't mean he's not important now but you want to move on to bigger and better things yeah I, I give him his moment yesterday because he was wicked he loved the, the winding up of the MK fans we've always said some of his shit as we can be a little bit bit cringe and stuff but yeah I loved every minute of what he did yesterday uh, throughout the game uh, after the game uh, and everything uh, but yeah I, I'm not 100% on that one right let's go to some other people Kevin you wanted to come and then we'll go Connor then Sanchez. Kev how are we we good Yes, mate. As you can imagine, I'm not going to ask how you are because you're probably the same as me. But um, yeah, just uh, an amazing day. I think it was what was amazing was the 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 energy and the effort on the field. I mean, everyone was a fucking warrior. Nobody stopped. There wasn't, you know, anybody who you could say had a average game back, and they were all absolutely mammoth. But I'd also like to talk about us as a crowd. I thought everywhere was fucking steaming you know i mean i'm a few along from you um in 112 and it ain't the noisiest place and i'm sitting there shouting me ped off as i normally do and i'm seeing people who don't even sort of say hello or that they're giving it they're singing they're shouting i thought the atmosphere was just absolutely unreal i thought we really really did well and really sort of spurred them on I, I missed the celebration for the goal. All I saw, and I don't know if anybody else saw this, was Bass's knee slide. So he did a loop around the penalty box and did a knee slide towards you. You might have seen it or you might have been on the floor. But if anybody's got a video of it, it was it was as good as Nerfield's like sort of angling of the uh, of the flag, mate. But absolutely mammoth. The one thing I would like to say is about JJ. I, I ain't been his biggest fan, but this i hope will let him push on as a manager yeah he's taken a chance and for me it was massively important that that worked yesterday 
yeah? Because I think he has been frightened, and we saw this back end of last year. He's frightened to change things, frightened to try something new. And I think now this should give him the confidence that to think, you know, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. You know, he's got, like people have said, he's got a free it towards the end of the year. Let's try some things. Let's give it a go. And hopefully he pushes on and moves on. But what a, what an afternoon, mate. Yeah, I agree. I think the good thing, well, for Jackson, I think the, the, the injuries have helped him. Uh, and I also, I think I need to hold my hands up a little bit here because I'm always one, and I'm, people know this, I'm very quick to, to jump on the club when I think something's wrong with regards to letting us know information. So usually I go, well, why are they not telling us who's injured? Why are they not telling us who's not playing and stuff like that? And then I, if people notice the interview that Jackson did a couple, couple of days before the game, and he, he was 100% telling us that Bulmer was out. He was only done, he hadn't even been training with the squad. He's only been training with the fitness guy and he was gone and he weren't coming into it. Uh, and then obviously Bulmer starts. That is, that is what they talk about when they say that's why they don't let us have information because that was that was proper solid stuff and great that we they did that. Uh, and yeah, I make you right. I think Jackson he had to change it round. He had to do something different. Uh, we had to match them, which we did. I think you're right, but I didn't see uh, Bass's celebration. As I said, I was on my back. Uh, <laughs> Mate, it was just something. It was something oh. else. It was all I could see. I couldn't see uh, all the all the stuff with the ball boy and all that. I missed totally. Fucking missed that. But all I did was I looked to the right because I looked across to them. I wanted to see what their reaction was, and I just see Bass sliding along the fucking floor. It was just an absolute moment. Yeah, it was. It was that. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, and I, as I said, I was just going mental. My boy was going mental, and then me and him had a moment at the end of the game. We were just standing arm in arm, singing women's songs. Uh, yeah, it was it was an emotional time after the final whistle for me and stuff. And yeah, it was just perfect. Uh, as I said, the, the the way it was written, the script, that's exactly how you would have ended it. So, uh, Connor, how are we? We good? I'm good, Lee. How are things? Yeah, very well, very well. Obviously, so. I can I can imagine. I just want to say, yeah. Uh, Obviously, I'm the sort of journalist in this, and I'm not as much of a fan. But I mean, it was—I felt like a fan yesterday. I was on my feet when uh, Curtis put that into the corner. Very unprofessional of me. I just want to say congratulations on the game yesterday. What a what a what an occasion! As you said, you uh, sort of cliche. You couldn't really write a write a script like it. But I mean, if you were going to write one, it would be pretty similar to to what that was yesterday. I thought just the performance from. From the first whistle, I think it was a, a game in which if things went south early, maybe performance-wise, even if it was nil-nil, it felt like not necessarily the, the the crowd could turn very quickly, but it could have got very nervy very quickly. And mm. that was a performance in which, look, even if, I think even if, I think it was, was it Harrison's chance right at the end, about 30 seconds before before Curtis got his chance? I think if it that won. happened... Yeah, I th I think if that hit the net, obviously there would have been so much disappointment. But I think it would have been okay. We've lost a heartbreaker, but the guys gave their all. But instead, they got the the rub of the green per se. Go up the other end. I was speaking to JJ after the game. He said he has no idea why Lee Brown was that high up in the pitch. <laughs> so potentially he may may have got an earful after the game. But I mean, what a performance and and what a moment. And I I I sort of tweeted about it. I said that's that's the moment that that football is all about. Really, I think potentially in sports in general not necessarily just football um you you follow teams and and you follow sports for the for the storylines and, and and the moments and i think maybe in a weird way silverware in that sense is maybe overvalued maybe you support a team that's uh sort of lowered on and maybe they're fighting for a trophy that they shouldn't and eventually they fall short and then in the twitter arguments years down the line it's a case of oh well they they didn't win anything but it's it's the journey that you go on is the the sort of moments that you you remember and i think for me not even as a wimbledon fan just as a journalist being there obviously i mean it's it's hard not to support them on a on a day like that but that curtis goal was truly a moment that i'll i'll remember for a very long time and as i said it's 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 pretty cool to be in a stadium in which you see sort of history unfolding in, in front of you and uh I wrote this morning that Curtis uh, wrote himself into Wimbledon folklore. Re realistically, he's going to be gone in the summer. He'll probably be playing uh, up a division. But, I mean, what a performance, what an atmosphere. Credit to 
every single one of those players on the pitch. I thought JJ got it completely right. I thought it was a ballsy call going with the three five two O'Toole making his first start at centre back. He was phenomenal. Um and I think everything's just sort of fitted into place for once and it feels like this team maybe in the past has had so many things go against them that especially last season with the the blown leads and stuff that they've maybe got the the wrong side of the coin flip and and this time they they got the right one at the at the perfect time and it was it was fantastic to be there and I'm just uh sort of buzzing for all the fans to to have that moment because it truly I think you sort of this is a, a, a sort of moment that Wimbledon fans 10, 20, 30 years later will will always go back to that. Oh, do you remember that Ronan Curtis goal against MK? Um, yeah, quite something. And uh, sort of buzzing for you all to, to be there to enjoy it because I did and I'm not even a Wimbledon fan. So I, I can only imagine how much you guys did as uh, as Wimbledon supporters. No, yeah, cheers, Akron. I think you're spot on with, uh, with a lot of what you said. Uh, the only thing I think you got wrong there was uh, Ronan Curtis will be a Wimbledon player next year, 100%. We're, whatever happens this year, which I don't think we'll make playoffs, I don't think we'll get promoted, uh, but he'll stay next year uh, and, and be a League Two champion when we win the league next year. 100%. Big 100%. We, we are building a squad this year, uh, and if we can play like we did yesterday, the expectations now have been set by the players. My expectations of the fans have been set. I, I was going to say on the pod this week, I think now going forward, this sniping, these comments on Twitter all the time, but let's have a beer. Every time we lose, let's have a beer. Yeah. Uh, little comments regarding the debt and stuff. They just need to be put aside now for one, for, for the rest of the season. As I said, let's, let's go and have, and this is me talking as well. I've been, people know what I'm like, but I think it's just now, let's just enjoy the rest of the season. Have some fun. Support the boys like we've never supported, like we did yesterday. Support them like that every week. And let's see what we can do with this rest of the season. Maybe we can push into the playoffs. If we can't, we can't. Yesterday was it for me. Uh, and we go again next year with Craig Cope, Johnny Jackson, the management team, Lewis, Johnson, Reeves. Get little Bugle signed up. We've got Josh Kelly, who I thought was excellent yesterday and will be an excellent striker for us going forward. Let's do something with this team, and, and we'll we'll go up as champions next year. Yeah, I th- I was speaking to Ronan briefly after the game, and I think what's important about Wimbledon, and not to sound sort of cliche, is that you need to get the club. It's quite a unique club, obviously, given given the history and whatnot. And I was speaking to Ronan after the game, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a it's a big game between two big teams. Well, actually, one big team." And just even even sort of correcting himself on that, I'm like, okay, this guy gets it. And I think speaking to JJ yesterday after the game, visibly emotional after it. And I can only imagine. I asked him what the what the dressing room was like, and it was just like I've never seen a, a manager as sort of emotional after just technically a regular league game, right? So um, I think there's very much if you if you join this club whether as a, a manager or a player or whatnot you sort of you have to understand it because it's not like any other club um there's a very unique history and i think you have to get that to really sort of fulfill your potential at the club and and become one with the club and i think Ronan gets that obviously his sort of his stint training with the club obviously helps in in a big way but um yeah as i mean when he when he joined i was like okay this is this is six months but i mean if i i think it's a big if i think league one clubs are going to come sniffing but i mean it's not like he's gagging to get out of the place you know so um i hope you're right hopefully he's here next year uh fingers crossed but yeah as you said it feels like the the sort of support is united i think that was sort of a make or break moment there on saturday Mm. it very much depended on the performance maybe almost more so than the result and the performance was there and the result was a bonus um and it's very much sets the team up for the for the rest of the season i mean the the odds are not necessarily stacked against them for for playoffs i mean i think there's teams sort of higher up in the in the division that are maybe a bit stronger but um yeah as you said enjoy it i mean that you from this season Wimbledon fans will always have that curtis moment and that's a. I don't think there's many goals going to be scored in the next decade or so that are going to top that one. So, um, enjoy, enjoy the, enjoy the moment, enjoy the ride, and uh, hey, who knows? Get a get a win on Tuesday, and then 
the team is sort of, I, I was going to say, right back in the playoff hunt. They've never been out of the playoff hunt, per se. But yeah, um, uh, yeah we'll, we'll see where we go. Um, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, I'll cede my time, but I just want to say, Mick, it's, it's great to have you back. I, 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 wasn't, uh, I wasn't speaking last week. I was just sort of listening to the, uh, to the debrief, but great to have you back. Hope you're, in, hope you're in good health and wish you a speedy recovery. And I uh, just want to say, really loved the specific player ratings today. There were 9.67s and 9.81s, yeah. which have a really strict algorithm for, uh, for uh, rating players. So I enjoyed that and uh, wishing you all the best. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Connor. Thanks very much, mate. Uh, George, before I come to you, there's a couple of people want to talk. I know I just want to go through a couple of the comments. I think Steve uh, Leahy hits it uh, now on the head. I'm so happy for the younger fans. I've had amazing days, 88, crazy game, countless promotions. This gives the young ones a huge memory. Their loyalty was rewarded yesterday, and I agree with that. My boy has something now. I know he, he saw uh, us win at uh, Wembley against Plymouth, but also that moment yesterday, he's 15 now. He's going to soak that up. He's going to live that in, uh, and that's what it was all about for me. Sancho, come to you now. I'll go to Rian. Hello, mate. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, mate. Loud and clear. Hello, Lee. Good to have you back. Look, yesterday was a where were you moment, a bit like a JFK. I was so happy that I was there. I had a little bit of grit in my eye. Grown men around me were crying, lump in my throat. It was just unbelievable. And what was the absolute best part of it was we performed. We absolutely turned up and we done them in the 92nd or the 94th minute. Uh, Josh Nerfel was awesome as right wing back. O'Toole was amazing. But for me, we haven't spoke about Omar. He's an absolute assassin. So it was a bit of a scuff from Brown. They got a little flick on it, but you watch Omar block their player, give him a little nudge. And even better, once Curtis scored, he goes up and does the, you know, the sort of Omar little uh, congratulations at the end, gives him a little uh, face-to-face, nose-to-nose. He needs a new contract. The only thing I want to say slightly different to others, it, you know, it's one of my best moments recently. I was there in 88, a lot younger, but I think we, this could be a springboard. Let's really give it a go. I don't want Grimsby to be an absolute banana skin. We were all up for it yesterday. Every player out there gave everything. And I just don't see why we can't go on and have a real good go now. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of a worry, Grimsby. It's the, what's it called? What's the saying after the Lord Mayor show? Do you know what I mean? It's, it could be a little bit flat on Tuesday. Grimsby won't bring many down on Tuesday night. Uh, and, and a lot of our fans won't be able, I won't be able to make it on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so it could be a bit flat. This one, I was talking about Notts County before even Grinsby, because I know we'll we'll take it up to a thousand to Notts on Saturday. Loads of lads are going there. I know I'm going. There'll be a lot of drinking, a lot of fun being had. But yeah, we have got Grinsby first. I think you're right about Omar Bugle. What a player he was yesterday. Unreal, just a warrior. At one point, I think he was just running on uh, fumes. Uh, I thought, well, we're going to take him off in a minute. And next thing, he's sprinting uh, and just bodying people all over the place. He was just, he got it. They got it yesterday. The, the players actually understood, I think, what this game meant to us. And they should do, really. There's enough people around the club. As Johnny Jackson, he mentioned some people, uh, Trev, uh, Robin, you've got Rob Tuvey. They're Wimbledon, they're Wimbledon people. They've been around it since Sandhurst. So they know what it means to the, the fans. And that's why I think everyone was so shocked with the performance up at their place. And was like, what is going on? This ain't Wimbledon. This, this has got... Something has to change. And that's why I think a lot of fans this week have said the mentality has to change around this game. Uh, as much as people don't want it to happen and stuff, and I, I dread going to these games because I don't want to lose, they are a rival. It's not a derby, 100% not a derby, but it's a rivalry. We hate them with a passion. They might not hate us as much because most of their fans support other clubs. But we hate them with a passion because of what they did to us. And that, that will never go. We will hate them for the rest of our lives. My kids will hate them. Uh, and it will just be bred into them. Uh, and, and they've got that now forever. And every time they come down to our place, we, we will make it disgusting for them. Uh, and I'm all for that. Rianne, how are we? Good? Hello. Hello, mate. You all right? Hello, yeah. You okay? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, just uh, just a quick quick one, really. I mean, I was touching the, talking about Omar there. I mean, he's been outstanding for the whole of the season, I think. I mean, he's been one of our best players by far. Like, I was, even when he was at Sutton last year, where he was just, even you can see the results he's picked up for them past past seasons. 
he when he came in, you could tell he's just going to make a difference to that team. But again, all the boys played well. I thought Reeves had a brilliant game, just pocketing that Gilby all game. He, he, I think all of the all of the boys did play well, and the fans as well. I mean, that's the best. I sit behind the goal, and it's the best atmosphere I think I've heard in a long time at Plough Lane. Like everyone was just up for it, and probably did give the team a kick on a bit, you know, especially after the performance away from away from when we went MK away. I mean, MK away was just shit, wasn't it? But <laughs> it it definitely showed what we was about Saturday. Like, and I think that will give us a great kick on. It will. I, I mean, people say they don't care for the rest of the season now after this game, but generally after that game, I think if that doesn't make it the motivated dressing room, I don't know what will. That Like seeing all of the boys together just, just looked like a team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I think the thing about people saying, oh, they're not bothered about the rest of the season, I think what it is is that if we lose a game now, like Doncaster happened the other week and that was horrendous, I think if that was to happen in a couple of weeks, people would just go, it, it's a bad performance, we're not going to get up. Like, everyone was on the players' backs last week, which shocked me a little bit. Where now, I think everyone saw what they gave yesterday. They understood it. They get it now. So, as you said, we should push on now. But that's why I said, I think the fans now need to push on, get behind Jackson, whatever happens, get behind the team now, whatever happens. If we go 1-0 down to Grimsby, don't turn. Cheer, 100%. Sing again. Sing again. The, the, you see it a lot of times, though. Everyone does just turn turn straight to the either JJ or whoever's playing. It, it could be a mistake, whatever happens in the game, but you can't, that early, if it happens early in a game, whether it happens at half-time, you're 1-0 down, you can't turn a turn because the players they showed what they were about 90 plus 4 you can't ask for much much more can you no we kept going to the end yesterday and that was again a very pleasing sign that we we needed conceded in the last minute and it's wicked that they missed that chance in the last minute we go down the other end and just bang one in and as I said Lee Brown being in that position just shocked me a little bit because it was like wait a minute what are you doing down there you're our centre back and then it was like just bodies everywhere and I think you're right with the atmosphere yesterday that's the best atmosphere I've seen at Plough Lane. Just as Kevin said, it, yeah. it was everywhere. It was the main stand, the south stand, the east stand, my block 119. There's usually a few families in there. There wasn't. It was just women, blokes, children. It, it was families in there, but everyone was just standing up. Everyone was just singing, giving their all. Milton Keynes in there, they just pretty much, their fans just gave up because they couldn't compete with us. And it reminded me of a time of when I went up to Newcastle and we tried to sing and then there was 50,000 Geordies just singing. You're thinking, I can't, there's nothing I can do here. And that was yesterday because any time they opened their mouths, we just sang louder. Any time they tried to put a tackle in, our players just put a better tackle in. And it was just everything yesterday was absolutely spot on from start to finish. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, it's just things you couldn't really write. Like the, the way it went, just... Unbelievable, wasn't it? Still can't really believe it now. And <laughs> yeah, just everything about the game. And that's why I'm buzzing for next buzzing for Saturday. Get me to Notts County. Let's all reminisce about it. Let's all talk about it. All the stories can come out. We we'll have a few Guinnesses and then watch us spank Notts County as well. What a day! <laughs> it's going to look. Mikey T, how are we? Good. You're famous now. Hi there, Lee. Yeah, thanks so much, mate. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, thanks for um, having me on. Um, I think um, everyone's kind of, you know, covered pretty much everything that needs to be said uh, about yesterday. Um, not really much more I can add to it. Obviously, thanks to yourself and obviously to Jonathan for the kind words and everybody else as well. It's not how I envisaged reacting, just basically <laughs> screaming down the microphone. But unfortunately, spontaneity, I think, just took over. And obviously, uh, you're probably sick to death of hearing me voice. So I'll just keep it very brief just for... Um, just for this evening, I just wanted to say that um, the, the comments, I mean, the, the, ironically, the most realistic comment from them has come from their manager about how the game panned out. And in direct contrast to that Gilby bloke, who's obviously made out, we've just gone onto the field basically with a, a load of machetes tucked down our socks and we've hacked them to pieces. But we we both had six yellow cards each and one of ours was for celebrating the goal that sentenced them to the 1-0 defeat. So maybe he needs to take that into account before, you know, basically talking a load of rubbish about us. Um, secondly, as as you've mentioned as well, Lee, and as a few other people have said, we've got to we've got to build upon it and make sure we keep up the momentum. Because my mind goes back to seven years ago. Remember the midweek game when we stuffed them? You know, the blue smoke in the air as Lyle Taylor was wheeling away. What a great night that was! 
Um, but in the end, the remaining nine games, we failed to score in eight of them. Uh, and people have mentioned Grimsby of Tuesday night as a potential banana skin. Obviously, as you've said yourself, the phrase, the Lord Mayor's show, we don't want it to be the, that kind of um, situation. So obviously, hope's high for Tuesday. Again, Notts County is going to be a biggie, close on a thousand fans, probably more. Um, and just yesterday afterwards, just finally, um, in the Undercroft afterwards, obviously outside the Phoenix, behind the club shop, just as their coach was leaving, giving them a damn good send-off and letting them know what was what. I'm bumping into so many old faces I hadn't seen for ages, and it really summed up what Wimbledon was about. And um, one of them, I think, is uh, just online here, part of the, the debrief, Steve, you may be listening, uh, Gary Saxby, our old friend. I hadn't seen him for years, but he was there with his kids, and he was reveling in it and enjoying it. And just that one moment kind of, summed up that the whole kind of experience what a really incredible day it was for everybody and big up Gary shout out to you mate great to see you um, and, and yeah it was just uh, the, one of the you know the best days ever and the biggest bounce definitely when a, a winning goal has gone in and the best thing about it so little time for them to come back so that was pretty much a done deal after that Lee yeah it was last kick of the game it couldn't have been written any better as I keep saying it's just mad you, as I said you write a script and that's the one you write and uh Oh, shit, I'm on. oh, sorry, I thought I was on uh, mute, sorry. Right, one second, Logan, before I come back to you in a minute. Logan's very excited to come on the debrief. Uh, but yeah, Mike, you, see, you said about getting sick, you, that's never going to happen. I've watched the video about 100 times already today. Uh, I'll keep watching it, I'll keep watching it. Uh, I'm laying in bed with the missus watching it and she's getting a bit bored. But yeah, I'll make you write about yesterday as well with regards to people being around the place, seeing old faces. Uh, Gary O'Saxby, I speak to Gary literally every day. Uh, but yeah, he's one of our new glory hunting fans, which I'm very happy to welcome Gary back as one of them. I love calling him a glory hunter now because he's back. He's supporting Wimbledon. We've got our community there and we're bringing people back that have been missing for a little while. There's people, new fans coming here and loving it who were there yesterday who have jumped on board. You've got people like Jonathan in the States who have jumped on board because of John Green, but they're really frying themselves into the Wimbledon way. Uh, and what that's what it's all about. We, as I said, when I first started going, I met yourself, there was about 100 of us at Grimsby away. Uh, and now you go away, there's going to be a 1,000 of us at Notts County. It is a fantastic thing that we've done. And I think people, like even myself, are too quick to forget what we've done over the years, from Sandhurst to Plough Lane to to being against them and beating them in, what, 20 years they've had. Uh, and they've, they've done nothing with it. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that's exactly it, Lee. And also another feature of yesterday, which we've noticed, is that um, it's only the third victory we've had over them in like the 15 meetings, obviously, in the last 11, 12 years. Um, and the way they just can't take the L and just, you know, just shut the fuck up about the whole thing. Just take the defeat, you know, suck it up, go back home and be quiet. But as, you can, as you've seen, we've got letters from the, you know, the MK, SFA, whatever they're called, all our treatment yesterday, blah de blah de blah you know, and then all they they led us back afterwards in front of the Wimbledon fans behind the East Stand, all so we could get a kicking. And, 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 all the, the the kind of the whinging and you know the, that's the, that's gone on, and yet you know the the, the fact is that will never happen to us at the away games because they just stick us up in the top corner. They had you know best seats behind the goal in the house, and it's just the constant the sort of the whinging about it. And and again, we've had to suck it up, Christ knows how many times. Um, but that just made it feel extra sweet that uh, when we got stuff there back on you know 23rd of January, um, we just kind of got on with it. We remember you know we, we we reflected on the rip performance, which was obviously a bit of a, you know the defensive implosion in the space of 12 minutes, the two straight reds uh, when the Kalambai and Bilio were caught as the last man, and then a judge to have done a professional foul. So you know we 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 weren't sort of sniping at them or finding excuses and diverting from the actual reality. We got on with trying to sort ourselves out and pointing out what went wrong. Um, whereas yesterday, it just seems like their manager is the only person to maybe address those issues for them. But, you know, quite frankly, don't really give a toss about all that. So, um, you know, sorry, not sorry, I think is the phrase. Yeah, and they've got to remember how they treat us when we got there. As people said before, they made sure that everyone sat in their allocated seat. I think our stewards were just doing the same. They don't want overcrowding. They don't want people getting hurt. Do you know what I mean? So all they did was just make sure that fans had uh, seats and they were in their seats. And also, they've got to remember that they were singing tragedy. There was tragedy chanting yesterday. They thought it was funny to sing about salad. Uh, and a couple of our fans lost their, their shit. One of them, one of my close mates got, uh, got told to calm down because they were singing it. The police did absolutely nothing about it. Uh, and they've got to remember what they're like. And if they're going to be singing songs about salad, they're lucky that we couldn't get hold of them to sort them out ourselves. 
Because so, yeah. that's just scum of the earth, lowest of the low behaviour, isn't it, really? You have to say, especially in an era when that type of chanting has been largely frowned upon and now there actually action is being generally taken, particularly about things like Hillsborough and stuff like that. But obviously in, on an individual basis as well, you know, Salad was such an, an amazing guy and such a good friend to all of us, such a big part of the club. And again, just to, to, to stoop that low, you know, uh, you know, if one of their, if they, if they end up with a famous supporter or whatever, or someone, if that ever happens, you know, probably unlikely, but, and we started singing about them, then obviously that, that, that would reflect badly on us. But again, just, to, just, just, to, just to sort of the lowest of the blows that you can kind of inflict on an enemy, I think just to do, go to that length, is just, is absolute scum of the earth behavior, really. That's why they sing it behind the stewards and behind the police and they don't sing it outside the ground because they know they would have actually got piled in on. But yeah, that is uh, the lowest of the low. And I don't even think if they had a famous fan that unfortunately did pass away, we would sing about it because we're not like that. We've got enough ammo on them anyway about having to resort to that kind of that kind of low blows. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's, I think you're right with the fact that they just can't take a defeat against us. They really can't take it. They hate it. And hopefully for years and years and years, they'll have to start taking them because we're going to play them now. So... Right, cheers, Mike. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. Thanks, Lee. Cheers, buddy. Logan, what did you want to say other than singing ASC Wimbledon? Hello, mate. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, very well. What did you want to say about yesterday's game? I think... Sorry, who the... Um, uh, Basically, one of my mates has got a a song that I'd like to sing. Can I sing it for you? That's all I want to do. It's the new song. Could I sing? You go on. Alright. One, two, three, four. They thought they stopped us, but look what we did. It took us nine years with our forward jack move. Took our club away, they got it wrong. The things I love about it's being a dun. Right. Thank you for having me. Cheers, Logan. Thanks for that. Roll, roll on nuts. Roll on nuts. Uh, I'm not sure that's going to catch on. Uh, maybe I need to listen to it again when uh, we're in a pub or something. But, yeah, cheers for that, Logan. Thanks for that song. Uh, anyone else want to say something? Anyone else want to speak? Press that speak button. Come on uh, and have uh, have your say regarding yesterday's game. I'm just trying to go through some of the comments that people made. Uh, it's all just pretty much saying what we said. As I said, I think the main one was from uh, Steve Leahy. Anyone else want to say anything regarding that? Jonathan, what did you say now? Say to George. Um, I, just real briefly, I, I wanted to thank uh, Lee, you and Danny, and everybody who's on the debrief, and everybody who makes me feel so welcome as a Don's fan, even though I'm thousands of miles away. And I felt like I was right there with you all yesterday when we had that great moment. And I, I, I tip my hat to the level of community of Don's fans and what Wombles have, have, have a dream have done. And I'm, I'm just really grateful for that. And I just wanted to say that yesterday meant a lot to me, even though I was far away in large part because of the way the Don's fans that have been supporters for decades have made me feel welcome and, and part of this also. Thank you. No problem. That's wicked, John. I love I love that. Like I said, I love the fact that you jumped on and you got right involved in it. You jumped on board. Uh, and, yeah, that's what it's all about at Wimbledon. I think who else has said here, uh, thank you for making newish fans feel so welcome. Followed Wimbledon for a number of years. This is Elizabeth Cooper. Uh, but I've only been able to attend games this season and it's been the best. See you all not, uh, next weekend. Uh, that's wicked. I'm glad you're uh, on board, Elizabeth. Uh, but she doesn't even follow us, which is a bit rude, isn't it? She's uh, commented on the debrief, but don't follow the Wombles Had a Dream. Come on, do the right thing, Elizabeth. Follow the Wombles Had a Dream uh, podcast. George, what did you want to say? I just wanted to actually sort of depict some of the actual football that went on yesterday. And at times, what we've been crying out for for weeks, where you actually get the ball down and play. And for at times, we actually did it really nicely. Instead of just going out to Lee Brown or... Kofi and just knocking aimless balls at times we actually got the ball down moved it found people in channels we actually got Curry and Josh Nerf were really wide and little moved the ball and I think even Tilly's shot in the first half it came from us moving the ball sort of side to side a few times and then Tilly and Neufeld had a sort of one-two and moved it and again the goal comes from us getting the ball down rather than just lumping it into the box and finding a pass 
And I think that's what we've all been crying out for for weeks. We've got the players to do it. So just get the ball down and move it. And I think this is what now Jackson has to show over the next few weeks that, okay, that's a start being defensively solid and whatnot. Go on from now and show each week we can get better on the ball. We can move it more quickly. We can have, you know, players like Kelly become more influential. So I just want us each week now and Jackson to really grow as a manager, find a formation where he can play football and he can do things because he's shown yesterday he can put in a sort of defensively solid performance, tactically match the opposition. But we need to play for longer times, you know, against Grimsby. We might have the ball for sort of a longer period of time. So we actually need to show rather than do it for three or four times a game. We need to do it sort of eight, nine times a game. But yesterday, I was actually really impressed with Jackson about how he sort of, in a game which is so high octane, if that makes sense, to actually tell us to get the ball down and play it. So I really want to see over the next how many games we have left now, an actual drive to get the ball down rather than just go back to long ball after after Saturday. No, I agree. And I think the massive part of that, though, is uh, having uh, Jake Reeves back. For me, Jake Reeves just, he just dictates the whole play that we do. And with him, I think maybe coming back probably a little bit early, he wasn't 100% fit. Well, yesterday, I think we saw a fit again, Jake Reeves. He dictates the play. He allows little to run off him. He allows uh, the, the wing-backs yesterday to do what they wanted, but he then just got the ball down and we play a little bit more than going over the top. Because if we go over the top of him, he just he's, he's, he's anonymous and it's, it's pointless having him on the pitch. Well, I think yesterday, he actually we had him in the team and we could play a little bit. I'm not going to lie, George. I can't really talk about much of the football yesterday, even though I thought everyone played well. Most of the time I was, yeah, I was singing and I didn't really pay much attention to how we played too much, but I'll watch it back. Uh, you can watch it again, I think, on iFollow, so I probably will watch it back and see how we did. Don's vlogs, and then I'll go to uh, Mick Dorf. Hi, Lee. Um, <clears throat> quick one. That's a bit rough. So, a while we're on a thank yous, just want to say, obviously, thank you to the fans, thank you for the players. You know, I looked at my two kids yesterday, my daughter was shaking like a leaf, you know what I'm saying, when we scored that goal. Uh, looked to my looked down to find my son, mate. My son had disappeared. He was literally, I think he had come out block one, two, two at the top. He ran out down the bottom and he was down with you boys down at one one nine, like sticking his fingers up at the the away fans, mate. He's only ten, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, thanks to Mick Dorr, mate, for contributing to this banging hangover and uh, hosting me last night in his pub. <laughs> And just thank you for everyone, you know. I, I haven't got a name no more, mate. I just walk around the club and everyone goes, Don's Vlogs, Don's Vlogs. I literally don't have a name. But yeah, it was just a cracking day, wasn't it? Like, it was just fantastic. I mean, I can't really get over it, really. It just seems like a bit of shock still. Yeah, it was a cracking day. And this is one of the things I keep saying. And again, I, I'm one of the biggest culprits, to be fair. But it just shows what we can do all as one. As one team, and, and, and as I said, I spoke to Stephen Gregory on the podcast. Stephen Gregory played for us back in the women's days, if, if people knew. He played for uh, against MK, first time we ever played him in the FA Cup, missed a chance, and he said he was quite depressed over the chance he couldn't sleep for two weeks after, and he felt like he really let the club down. And I spoke to him, and I just said to him how proud we were that day, and he said he, when he came back, he didn't really get it because some of the fans were just moaning at the players and stuff, and he said he never had that. We'd be losing 3-0 to Hayes and Yedin and the fans would just back him. They'd back everyone. They'd buy more beers in the bar after. We just seem to have that, as I said, I said before, disconnect now. But I think we need to bring that back and we need to just get behind everyone at the club. We need, what we do as one entity is just to make look at yesterday. Everyone was on the same page. It was one thing that drove us yesterday and that was the hatred of them. But we should now use that in the fact that this, we've just built, we've got Plough Lane. We've got a great squad. We've got a great uh, football director. We've got a good manager. Let's use, Our youth team's unreal. So let's use these positives and let's drive this club forward to do great things. And hopefully, as I said, if we don't go up this year, which I don't think we will, I just think we'll fall short, we'll win the league next year because Craig Coke's going to bring in some brilliant players and we're going to have an, and the league won't be as strong next year and, and we'll win the league next year. Mike, uh, Mick, sorry. How are you, Mick? Yeah, yeah, good, man. I just want to kind of carry on with the thanks, really. I mean, everyone's made me unbelievably welcome and um, even the players and stuff, you know, when you get to talk to them, they're all smashing lads. And uh, yeah, and, and, I'm, and I constantly walk around Wimbledon when I'm there at the football and I say to people, the long-term fans, listen, you, other clubs aren't like this. People don't realise how amazing it is. And, um, and, and and that's the atmosphere yesterday. I'm not really much of a singer and stuff normally. I'm a bit of a student, a bit of a... Bloody, um, 
boring to have to sit and watch these people warm up and stuff. But even I lost it yesterday, and it just shows you when the emotions there and the uh, and the grounds rocking to the extent it is. I mean that yesterday. That is a uh, I'm, I'm a bit older than quite a few people ago, but certainly for the years that I've got left, I'll never ever forget that for the rest of my life. How it made me feel when that goal went in. And um, it, I just want to thank everyone for the players and managers and the, and the fans as well for allowing bandwagon jumpers like me to get on board with it. Yeah, no, as I said, I agree. And, and, and it, as I said, what I love about Wimbledon, and as I said, there's a few people, Jonathan, yourself, uh, and then the young lady, Elizabeth, uh, new fans have jumped on board with Wimbledon, yourself included. You go home and away, Jonathan watches every week. He's always on the debrief. He's, he knows everything about the Don's Trust. As said yourself, Mick, you're, you literally have thrown yourself into Wimbledon. I love everything about that. And that's what I think Wimbledon, as I said, being in the community is all about. As I said, one of my friends, unfortunately, he, he, wasn't, he isn't very well still. Uh, but everyone, Wimbledon fans, come out the woodwork and they donated to his, uh, to his, just, his giving page. People that don't even know him uh, are giving him money because they are supporting me and supporting Wimbledon. Uh, yeah, it just blew my mind this week. So, yeah, I'd, if we're doing well, I'd love to thank everyone who has helped. It does mean a lot. Uh, he's home now. Uh, he's still in a quite bad bad way, but hopefully he's on the road to recovery now. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate every woman and fan that has uh, donated. So it does mean a lot to us. George, quickly come to you, and then I'll go to Adam, and then we'll close it down. for Just a little thing yesterday. Shout out to um, Craig Cope. So what I was told is... Um, Kopi only let them have 850 tickets. So normally we give obviously the the 1,200, but Cope wanted the sort of atmosphere to be built up. He wanted them to feel as isolated as possible. So he gave them the minimum amount, which is quite a bit of a shithouse thing to do. But again, another thing that's just, it's just turning the sort of tide of the atmosphere of the game because, you know, last last time when we played them in, in League One, to be fair, like when their goal went in, like the whole end erupted, you know, it felt like, they had their sort of like fortress end, whereas, you know, now it even felt like we dominated that end of the pitch. I know it sounds, it's a little thing, but it's all about the little wins. So it was just quite a smart thing to do from Cope. Even the extra 200, 300 that they would have sold. It's just, make, you know, having small wins in the, in those games is really important. Ah, oh, 100%. 100%. I agree with that. And I think that's the claim. And they, if they cut our allocation, I don't think many people would be too bothered because going up there is an absolute disgust. I, next year, I think we should take as many fans as possible up there. Uh, but I do understand the people that don't go. I'm not telling people to go, but I think we should take thousands up there and see it and like make it because they're going to get no one again in that stadium. They're not going to make it like we did yesterday. They never will. Never be able to do that. That's what I love. Uh, Adam, what did you want to say? Now go to Mikey T. Hi, Ali. Yeah, I, I think that we don't. We don't. The game yesterday was really good because the, the players really responded to the atmosphere. I think the performance from the players. Generated the performance from the crowd, I think, showing up like a, a kind of like a circle really is really good. I think, I think, I think obviously the players responding to the crowd and crowd responding to the players, I think it's a really good performance by, by everyone, really. All the players do really well. 100%. 100%. I think that's the thing. Uh, I've said it, I said it at the start of the season uh, when we first, when we were doing really well, there was no player that was below a seven for me. And then we, our, our standards kind of dropped a little bit with regards to injuries. We had a lot of injuries in the standards. Didn't, they weren't great, and we were losing to teams that maybe were a little slightly better than us, and that happens. Uh, and then I think last week with Doncaster, that was the worst performance, I think, as I said, I've ever seen, and a lot of people have seen. But the whole day was just a weird one. It just felt weird. It just felt like something was going to happen, like really bad and stuff. And then everyone obviously then panics for this week. But this week, the, 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 again, the, the players have shown, and the management has shown, that we have a Wimbledon team. And again, they have to now... I think Jules said they have to now keep that. They have to keep them expectations high and they have to just keep performing. And you know, I think Mike, Mike T said earlier, last last time we played them and Lyle scored, we didn't score a goal for eight games. Now nah, that can't be the case. We have to we have to go on a run now. We have to go and beat Grinsby on Tuesday. Go put four past Notts County because they can see goals for fun. But we have to do our part as well now on the sidelines. We have to sing every game. Let's not just think, oh, Milton Keynes is done we can kind of sit back and have our cigars out. Let's back the boys for the rest of the season and have a good time. Mike, T, what did you want to say before we go, mate? 
Yeah, just finally, um, um, I mean, something that uh, Mick, Mickey D, and uh, Jonathan have touched upon in terms of just you know tri tributes and thanks to everybody, but also just wanted to mention sort of you know absent friends as well. I mean, we mentioned Salad, obviously. I mean, it's it's uh, eleven days shy of seven years since we last beat them, um, and obviously Salad, you know, obviously on the receiving end of those horrible chants yesterday. But just tribute to the the fans no longer with us who who, who we could sort of dedicate the victory. You know, two of them, people like Salad and obviously Mick Pugh, who very sadly left us recently, you know, Dennis Lowndes and Dave McKnight, Alison Sid, done it. And also one other name as well, um, Charlie Strutton. He got the goals against York City that set up the first ever meeting back in that FA Cup game. And he came on as a sub for the last 20 minutes uh, in that uh, game uh, that we lost and obviously passed away very recently as well. So important as well just for me to... Again, absent friends who, uh, you know, the victory was much for them as uh, as all the rest of us that are sort of still here, mate. A hundred percent, Mark. And I think that we couldn't have finished on the better words, to be fair, because, yeah, there's there's a few fans, obviously, that people know and there'll be loads of people that here that know stuff and or know people, sorry, that have unfortunately passed away. Uh, and, and I'm sure, as I said, uh, and Sant said, there was a lot of emotion yesterday after that game and a lot of people were getting emotional. But they're probably, yeah, for the people that, Unfortunately, couldn't be there and, and, and didn't make it. That that was for the women and fans. So, yeah, well said, Mike. And uh, I think we'll 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 finish there. There's not much else to say really, other than uh, what a performance from the boys. Let's kick on for the rest of the season. Let's enjoy the rest of the season uh, and and have a good time. Uh, have a good time doing it. But I'll see everyone at Notts County, uh, and I hope I'll see a lot of you up there as well. Come on, you duds. <laughs> <laughs>